This is Bedside, a podcast series on a mission to debunk sex. I'm your host, Tatiana, and each week we'll uncover stories, ideas, routines, and expert information to help guide you on your ever-evolving journey of good sex. We believe that through democratizing sexual wellness, we can shift cultural taboos and make way for authentic and limitless access to pleasure, joy, and connection to the body. Hi guys, and welcome back to another quickie. So today we are talking about a juicy topic, which is dating and finding and cultivating partnership during times of isolation, during the pandemic. Now, if dating wasn't already hard enough, we just put social distance into the equation, which is not new news, but it has created even more barriers to entry when it comes to dating and finding partnerships. The conversations that I feel like I've been having on repeat with people in my life has been around this deep desire for intimacy. We are in a time of immense lack of intimacy, immense lack of touch, physical interaction. There's skin hunger all around us, whether that's sexual or whether that's even just platonic. We are no longer interacting in the way that our instinctual tendencies want us to interact. And so it has become so challenging to dive deep into creating and cultivating the partnerships and relationships that we so crave. And this dialogue has been on constant feedback loop. And I thought this has to be unpacked on the podcast because this is not just something that the occasional individual is dealing with. I think everybody on some level is dealing with this concept. So whether you are looking to find the one, find a deep connection with somebody, if you are looking just for a hookup, if you're looking for a friendship, these are some really important tips that I want to share with you and I think is just going to change your entire outlook on the situation. I'm going to start with a story. I am in a group chat with a couple girlfriends of mine, as I'm sure many of you are in plenty of group chats yourselves, and we are all across the country. And my friend is a big skier, loves the outdoors, and has been going to REI quite frequently. So my friend went to REI and had gone a few times and had a few exchanges with one of the people who worked there. And she couldn't tell if she was flirting with the individual because she couldn't tell if it was part of their customer service just to be extra friendly. She definitely felt a connection to this individual that she was talking to, but it was hard to tell also because we are now in a world where everybody wears masks. So the little intricacies of flirting have completely changed. Everything has to be kind of said in the eyes. And I've even noticed myself doing this when I interact, just go into the grocery store or whatnot. I'm like forcing to show emotion through my eyes, which I have never felt like I needed to do so intensely. So we miss moments like maybe a smile or a smirk or like a twitch of the nose or what you have it. And so I think that this can throw off communication. It can throw off chemistry. It can throw off the concept of flirting. So 
Anyways, continuing this story here, my friend said she really wanted to get this individual's number, that she wanted to date them and like just see what was up, hit on them. So she left the store, brought this up to her friend group, and our group chat went in so hot. We were like, go for it, do it, ask this person out, give them your number. And she was like, whoa, 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 I don't think I feel like I'm there yet. And so it prompted a really important conversation amongst us because let's be real, asking someone for their number, hitting on them is already hard enough. Once you throw in the idea of social distancing and the social distanced world, it just becomes even more daunting and scary. So Hindsight 2020, we all gave her horrible advice. I ended up reaching out to her later and I just said, you know what? I think we gave you really shitty advice that might have benefited in the world pre-pandemic. It might have been a stretch there, but it might have served you. But things look so different. So I'm proposing a new challenge for you. And this is something that I want all of you guys to take away. If you are someone craving a partnership, a romantic relationship, a hookup, a friendship, whatever it is, start really simple and make it so easy for yourself that it doesn't even feel like you're going after that big thing that might feel daunting or intimidating. So I challenged my friend. I said, I think that maybe what you should choose for yourself in the new year, because she just moved recently to a new city as well. I said, why not in every interaction that you have in the outside world, you try to make a positive, friendly, and confident conversation with at least one person, whether it is who you are checking out with at the grocery store, the person who is working at the postal office, whatever it might be, just have a friendly, casual exchange and start building that muscle of talking to people outside of your pod, literally outside of your pod. We have become so closed in these days because we've recognized who is in our intimate circle and who is kind of on that second outer ring. And we've become really comfortable with that inner pod circle because of social distancing. But it's been really hard to even train that muscle when you go outside of that closest ring of relationships. And so why not go out there and just start rebuilding that type of dialogue with people. Because once you've talked to 50 people, let's say, or once you've exercised doing that for a couple months, when you do go into REI and you see the cute boy, you're already used to talking to people. You can ask him where he skis locally, if he has a group of people he goes with, if he'd be open to bringing on someone else who is a mutual ski slope lover. So I think that we have to start so easy for ourselves that we just don't set ourselves up for something that feels bigger than the task at hand. Now, this is not to look down on someone who just goes in hot and ask someone for their number because that's also super flattering and amazing in and of itself, right? But if you are in a place where you're like, that just feels so out of reach, I think that coming in with um, a better ideology of just going out and having friendly interactions with people is going to slowly lead you to that outcome that you're looking for. Another thing that I think is super important when it does come to dating and finding a really strong partnership or connection with someone right now is 
to first and foremost be upfront with what you're looking for. If you are on dating apps and you are craving an intimate solo one-on-one partnership with someone, something serious, let's say, don't use verbiage like you are some casual type of dater who is open to a hookup. I think it's so important that we make it really clear and we make it really known what we're looking for. Otherwise, we're going to be caught in a feedback loop of just not getting what we want. And I think it's a matter of dropping the BS with yourself and dropping the story of like, oh, well, I don't want to come off as someone who's like too serious or baby crazy or of like a family planning mindset. If that's your mindset and that's what you want, go for it. You have to make it clear and you have to own that and be truthful with yourself and the outside world. Because look, otherwise it's just a big waste of time. And I think that especially now as we've leaned on the digital world of dating to be almost our number one priority of connecting with people, that we have to be truthful there. Otherwise, it's really going to make it so tough for us to get to the next spot. We're not operating in our authenticity. And I think even that comes with making friends. If you move to a new city, go get on like those friend making apps and make it known what you want. Say maybe you're looking for a hiking buddy or somebody to go get coffee with or go on neighborhood walks with. Just make it so explicitly clear that it's impossible for people to get the wrong idea. I think also another hack when it comes to dating, if people add their Instagram handles on dating or friend making profiles, screenshot their profile and DM them on Instagram. Get off the app. I know that we can get so lost in all the swipes, but sometimes it just takes a matter of saying, hey, I saw you on this platform. I would love to connect. I see you're local. Let's do the thing. And I think that way it breaks the barrier of like the yes or no choice, which can feel so daunting on certain apps itself. And it brings you into a casual dialogue to see where it can go. And I'm going to be honest, I've done this with certain friend apps since I did recently move to a new city and it's been incredible. And there are some people I still haven't met up with yet, but now we're Instagram friends and we know that when we start feeling more comfortable about socializing again, that we want to meet up, we want to hang out and that there's something there that we can really cultivate. So be honest with what you want and approach it outside of the box. I think another huge thing when we do start wanting to go out there and meet people is to stick really true to your values. And what I mean by this is if your way of moving forward to meeting someone IRL requires a few certain boxes to be checked, That is so important because it not only is going to honor yourself, but it goes to show what the other person that you're trying to create a relationship with also values too. So if your non-negotiable is that you both need to get tested and isolate a week before you see someone, that's something that you can't budge on. And these are important things to have conversations around because it really does say what other people's values are too. Now I'm not saying certain things are right or wrong. It's really whatever is going to make you feel good. So that was just an example, but I think it's really important to have something like 
the COVID conversation. And I think it's also important to just see where you both are at in terms of possibly meeting up, um, hooking up, or just hanging out. Okay, my third, I'm losing count of the numbers here, but my next piece of advice, when you are looking to find a partnership, to find strong friendships, stop asking advice from your friends who are single, who are in bad partnerships, or who do not have the friendships that you want to have. I'm going to say that one more time, and a lot of people are not going to like what I have to say about this, but stop asking advice from the people who are not the models of the life and the types of relationships that you want to have. Just stop asking your single friends how to date. Stop asking your friends who constantly loop in toxic relationships how to find good partnerships. It's just not going to happen, and it's the feedback loop that we have to get ourselves out of. If you want to start connecting with certain people, you have to find the people in your life who are already representing that and just extend a friendly gesture, a friendly question their way. They are more than willing to help. And it's similar, you know, it sounds a lot like networking, but it's not so far-fetched. It's not so far off from what that sort of dynamic is as well. You're not going to ask someone for career advice who doesn't hold a position that you crave to have. And I mean, look, I'm not going to talk smack on your best friend who's single who you still like to get advice from. That's fine. I'm really talking about the people who just like chronically go after the advice from the people who don't represent the life that they are craving around them. So that's that red flag that I want to point out. That's that key piece. And then the other thing that I think is one of the most important things is to stop looking outside of yourself. A lot of things are not so far outside of ourselves than we think. And sometimes those holes that we look to fill by maybe finding certain friendships or finding deep relationships, maybe the answer is not always in that other relationship, that next best thing. I think that sometimes those holes that we are looking to fill really are our own stuff that we just have to take the time to look inward and cultivate. When it comes to desire, when it comes to intimacy, it can be challenging to think outside the box. But there are so many different ways to fill those voids in your life other than seeking of the things outside of yourself. If you Even if you are in a partnership and you are seeking more intimacy, besides communicating that with your partner and working on that, find ways to fulfill that within yourself. How can you find more time to give yourself self-love, self-pleasure? How can you find more time to give yourself rest and nourishment that you so crave? I think we look so often to the people and the relationships outside of ourselves to fill things, to make sense, to feel whole. A lot of the time, that's not the answer. You want to find relationships and partnerships that make you feel like they're reflecting the beauty right back in you. So take a second to really reflect on that and see where you're at. Do you really want that connection with somebody or is it really some work that you need to reflect inward and figure out and sort out and finally face? And then of course the last piece of advice. Have fun. We take dating and making friends so seriously And this kind of connects with my last point. We just got to do the things that's going to bring us joy, whether or not there's somebody else in the picture. If there are things that you love to do that you are just craving to do with other individuals, 
that's awesome. But also find the time to just do it for yourself and fulfill it for yourself. It's all about having fun out here and not taking things too seriously. Where a lot of us feel like we're on these timelines that we need to rush into the next thing, find the next relationship. Maybe we feel like we're behind on finding and cultivating partnerships. You're not behind. You are right on time. There are going to be amazing people who come in and also out of your life. And so we have to get comfortable with the exploration of it all and finding the time to love ourselves in between. Dating's complicated cultivating relationships is complicated and throwing the whole new normal into it is even more complicated but if we take steps that are easy for ourselves that make it so that they feel foolproof so that they don't feel like such big tasks we are well on our way to doing so so with that said I hope that this filled you with some inspiration I hope that this filled you with some maybe great action items to move forward and I will catch you next week Thank you for listening to the Bedside Podcast. If you liked this episode and want to follow along with similar stories and interviews, be sure to check out our Instagram at The Bedside and thebedside.co online. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and of course, share with your friends. It's the best way you can support us and our good sex mission. Thank you for listening.